So ladies, I was interviewed by Lady Alex podcast and she asked me so many amazing questions. So I thought it would be nice for me to share the episode that we have created with Lady Alex right here on the podcast. So if you would like to listen to that, this is the episode for you. Welcome to Fempreneur Secrets Podcast, where business secrets are revealed. My name is Huda and I'm the founder of Fempreneur Secrets, an online community for women to start and grow their business. I created this podcast to inspire women from all walks of life to get started in business. They're all meant to be step-by-step step so you can take quick action into your life and business today. Let's get started with today's episode. So tell me, what is it that you do? I know that you are a female entrepreneur advocate and you do so many things, but where do your true passions lie with this business? Okay, so Fempreneur Secrets actually started, um, it's more of like a brainchild for me. I have always been really passionate about women-related issues since I was really young. And um, I've always been passionate about business. So, you know, when you were younger, your parents actually asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my answer is pretty straightforward. It's I want to be a teacher. So along the way, my um, aspirations changed and I didn't want to be a conventional teacher teaching academic stuff. I realized that's not for me. I've tried it all, but it's really not for me. So I started my first business when I was 21 years old. And that was when I actually um, realized that I could teach business. So at that age of 21, when I actually just started my business, I was called in by um, a local business association to conduct courses on social media marketing. So those were like the first type of programs that I've ever offered. And it's through my interactions with the participants who were mostly above 40 of age. And um, they were the ones who actually inspired me to keep going forward. They made me realize that there's a lot out there that I do not know. So I continuously keep myself abreast of um, the current situations and in business, especially here in Singapore. In terms of like um, being a female entrepreneur advocate, I actually am very strong-willed when it comes to um, encouraging women entrepreneurs to get on board with business because I believe that every single time when there are um, women who are you know faced in a very difficult situation be it whether they are single and they cannot find a life partner so they have to find something purposeful in their life or they are in a in a job that they really hate and they want something that is more meaningful for them and then we have those other camp of women who are perhaps abused in their marriage or in their relationship and they have to get out of it but because they were in that relationship for so long with children you know and they needed to take care of their children and have a job or an income that still protects them at the same time so I spoke to a lot of people, a lot of women who are in this kind of situations and I started to tell them that the best way forward is for you to actually have a business for yourself. It's sort of like a backup plan in the event that your you know your full-time job doesn't just doesn't cut it for you anymore, you can always fall back to a business. And I believe that knowledge should be gained 
by anyone regardless of location, regardless of time and regardless of financial cap- uh, capabilities. So, you know, if you are in a low income household, we want to make we want to make business knowledge accessible to you as well. So that's how I started Fempreneur Secrets with this, you know, love and passion to help women just get forward and be economically independent. Yes, I love that. That is definitely you know, part of my whole goal as well. I think that knowledge is kind of power in the world. And if you don't have a knowledge of something that you're passionate for, and you can grow that in some way, that you're kind of, you know, failing yourself because of all the wonderful things that you've been provided. That's right. That's right. Education is really, really important. And it is the one milestone that will help you move forward in any situation. What do you think is the biggest hurdle for women to get over when wanting to create their own business? Mm, Okay, I think the biggest challenge that women face when trying to get over is actually themselves. So the biggest hurdle they have is their fear of stepping forward into an area that is unknown to them. So stepping out of the comfort zone is probably the biggest hurdle that I have encountered speaking to so many women entrepreneurs. Um, that They say that if they didn't you know, have the courage to step forward, they wouldn't have been able to be where they are today. So a lot of women who are in full-time jobs especially have this difficulty of trying to leave their jobs because they are afraid of what they do not know when they enter into this new world of entrepreneurship or of business world so in in essence if there are you know this is a sort of challenge that you need to overcome if you want a brighter future for yourself Oh, I love that because I know for me, when I started my business, that was definitely my biggest worry was, am I going to even be able to do this? Um, Do you feel like a lot of women that you help that that is just like the initial start is what is holding them back? I honestly believe that there are two main reasons why women don't start businesses it's number one is because of fear like I shared earlier so it's that fear of un- of the unknown and you're you're basically scared of stepping into um, you know an, a zone and that you'd have no knowledge about and the second thing is finances so a lot of the times even if you have a full-time job your worry is what is going to happen if you leave your full-time job and will you still be able to bring in the same paycheck every single month for your family or are you able to actually um, pay for your own um, learning or more of like invest in yourself? So these are the two main hurdles behind why women don't start businesses. That is so true because I know for me, uh, taking that leap and, and knowing that I was leaving a good paying job to go to a job that A, I don't really have a whole lot of experience in and B, that I'm asking people to pay me as a professional to do this was probably the scariest thing. Exactly, exactly. And I think a lot of women are just like you. They're all afraid to put the step forward. And it's amazing that you did that step forward. And I'm sure you are happy where you are right now. Yes, very happy. Now, for those women who are you know, on the verge, but 
they're really scared and they do not want to take that leap, what would you say to them to encourage them into stepping into, you know, what they were created to do? Just think about what your life would be like if you could have that dream business. If your life could be a lot better than where you are right now, would that be a whole, you know, different ball game altogether for you? Would that make things better for where you are right now? So if it is going to give you the dream, what's stepping, what's really just stopping you from going to get your dream? That is true. And like you said, it's us a lot of the times. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's us. <laughs> How would you guide someone who is stepping into their own um, and, and doing, following their passion and creating a business? How would you guide them in, in growing that to becoming a prosperous business? I think this is a really good question, Alex. So I think um, above all, um, women needs to just have a backup plan while you are doing your full-time job. There is no one who, um, well, basically there's a lot of gurus out there who say like, just go ahead and step into um, the unknown, go ahead and start your business. But I believe that that is the wrong move, especially for women who have people to take care of. So you still need your full-time job. That's fine. So save up, save up a little bit. It doesn't have to be like, um, it's, there's no hard and fast rule that you have to save six months of savings, anything like that. No, as long as you save enough and you feel you are ready to leave, then you have to have plan before you leave. So what will the plan be when you are setting up your business? Like It could be as simple as making that first step to just register your business with um, your state office or even your national offices. So just registering that business makes it seem legit and that you are on your way to you know do a full-time business in the future. So it's okay to start your business with a part-time in a way like um, you just do your business as a part-time income for yourself. As soon as it hits the level of being equal or just slightly under your uh, full-time paycheck, you are about to be ready to leave. So you, at that point in time, you have to put everything in motion where you can um, prepare all the marketing resources or for you to really go all out and do marketing campaigns for your business and then tender your resignation. So serve your notice, whatever, how long the notice is, just serve your notice. Be a very good human being and don't like, you know, just leave the job because you have something better. The, the thing that a lot of um, people that I spoke to um, have is that when you have something better, like a business, you have something that is going to help you achieve your dreams, you forget about the thing that has helped you survive all the way. So the best thing for you to do is to maintain good relationships, even with your ex-employers, because you never know when they are going to become your clients. So you have to maintain that relationship, keep it nice and clean when you live. So that is like the best advice that I can give when you are starting out. And of course, if you need more guidance, you can always go on to fempreneursecrets.com and uh, you can get additional resources. We actually have a subscription um, service where um, members can come on board and they can learn as much things as they need on a monthly basis. There's um, weekly life coaching calls, um, group coaching calls. So we will be guiding you and you can be put in a hot seat where we'll be asking you lots of questions, drilling you until you get to the right point in your business. So yeah, those are the tips that I have for you if you are starting out or thinking of starting out in your business. 
I love those tips because not only does it provide that security that I feel like a lot of women are scared of leaving. Um, it, it keeps that while maintaining, you know, your life and your home and being able to provide for the, like you said, the little ones that look out for you. And, and I think that it's really a, a great tip to have them do that side hustle first, because then you can really, you know, focus your vision. Cause I know a lot of times, at least for me, I have a, I have a tendency of going above and beyond. I want to do all the things all the time. And if I started with that side hustle, it would have really helped to narrow down my focus in what I wanted to do. That's a great recommendation. Now you said you have an awesome, uh, program and that's on the FEMA, uh, femapreneursecrets.com, right? And and you said, is that like a membership base? Yep. Um, so it's pronounced as Fempreneur oh, Secrets. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, for Fempreneur Secrets, what we have is what we call the Fempreneur Circle. So you can be part of the circle. And all you have to do is to pay a monthly subscription and you will get access to monthly new mini courses to help you get started in your business and even in your life. So it's basically to help you move forward where you are. So the people that should be on board these programs are those who are probably thinking of you know, starting their own businesses and are in full-time jobs or in part-time jobs. Basically, they are in jobs that they don't like anymore, but they are, they are not sure what are the next options available for them. So it's good to get started. And once you are six months in, um, this is a good recommendation that I give to all the members. Once you are six months in the program, you should have already been prepared to leave your job. So that should be like an ultimatum for you. So if I don't make it in the next six months, then perhaps I will you know, continue with my full-time job. If not, I will go ahead and pursue my dreams. You have to set goals and deadlines and, you know, as much as it scares you, those deadlines actually work. It works magic. <laughs> they do because it, it kind of spurs you on a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, they do. They do spur you on so much and having that ultimatum really helps set your mind focused to what you can do while waiting for, you know, achieve, for your dream job or waiting for you to get, um, you know, prepared to enter into the world of entrepreneurship. That is so incredible. Well, I love the fact that you have created this platform for women to come and, and gain guidance from you. Um, I know for me, I am still kind of in that new, it's I, within my first two years of having my business. And it, it seems kind of like a roller coaster ride. I have these really good ups and I feel like, you know, I am crushing it. And then kind of comes the decline where I have that lull and I have that feeling of like, oh my gosh, is this even going to work? What would you say to women who are struggling in that first two years of business? Why is it so hard? Okay. First of all, let's do some reality check. Okay. You are in business and business is what we call a business cycle. There will be ups and there will be downs. So there's nothing wrong with you. It's just how it works. 
So when you are in that situation where you sort of plateau and you are not getting enough income for your own business, the best tip that I can give you is to relook and rework on the things that you can do on your business. So during these down times, it's the best time for you to improve your business, improve your products, your services, or even your customer service. It could be as small as just you know having that small tweak in your customer service that can help you boost your revenue. So um, let me just share with you a case study that I have done. So exactly. So um, in Singapore, um, it started off about the same time, I guess, in, in terms of the trend. So I have a business doing photo booth. It's been running for five years now. And um, I did a really interesting tweak to my business, which was I added a bot on my system. So by adding this bot, I eliminate not only the redundant questions that keep coming over and over again, questions that basically can get answered if you just read the website, you can also book online and that has increased my revenue tremendously. So not only do you need to take this opportunity of when your business is down to improve your sales and improve your processes, you can also take this opportunity to add in new things that will definitely improve your revenue. The point here is that those down moments are probably because of something you did not do three months prior. Oh, that is that is so smart too, because truly, you know, sometimes you get into those modes where you are on the high and then you hit the low. And instead of, you know, trying to focus and grow and improve the things that you can, you kind of have a tendency of, of, being down and worrisome and and that causes you to to be lacking the next time you have an up when instead if you do what you have suggested that next high could be even higher than the previously exactly so always take opportunity of the downtime to improve your business because that is action that you are taking three months prior so you have to imagine it in that way. You have to work on a quarterly basis or if you want to, if your business is a very fast moving kind of environment, you can work even faster. So you can do every month that you you know have some what we call revenue generating activities or things to improve our business so that by the next time that you know you are getting new clients or new business, it will be much better than before. That is so amazing. I, I'm, I honestly am going to do that in my own business. That's something that I need to work on doing better at. So thank you for, for that. Um, so I know, so I was going to ask you, um, I know for me, uh, a lot of the ways that I have been able to build my business is uh, networking events and and being able to, you know, promote my business by word of mouth and getting the word out there that I even exist. But I struggle in the fact that like, I don't necessarily know what to say. I wear many hats and sometimes it kind of comes out as word vomit. What would you suggest for those of us who kind of sputter when we're trying to get a clear vision across to our clients? This is one of the biggest issues that um, women entrepreneurs who are already going out there to network and improve their businesses or get new contacts, they are mostly facing this challenge. And the only reason why they are facing this challenge is because they have never prepared their elevator pitch before. 
So your elevator pitch needs to be about 30 seconds long or as short as possible. So if you have a one-liner to explain in a nutshell what your business does, that is the great introduction that you could have at any networking events. So on our on our website, uh, fempreneursecrets.com, we actually have a resource that can help you basically break down and come up with an elevator pitch. And all you have to do thereafter is to keep practicing it at home first, keep repeating it over and over and over again before you step into your first networking events. Trust me, after that, you will start to see a lot of improvement in the networks and the context that you get and people start to ask you questions that are related to your business revenue rather than asking you questions about what you do. That is so true because honestly like with what I do I'm a photographer but I also can create events and I also do my podcast and there's just so many things that I'm doing that people are like, okay, yeah, but what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So just get one liner out and, um, you know, carry that one liner wherever you go in your mind. So every time you meet someone new, you're not just a photographer, you are beyond a photographer. So what value do you give being a photographer? Yeah, it's some things like this that you have to think about when you are going out to net work and pitching yourself to people that you barely know. So that's the point. It's because you are going to speak to people who are strangers. They are people you don't know. And you can't have that luxury of speaking to them more than that 30 seconds of introduction that you have. And if you have more than that, you are already like gifted in a way that they are already intrigued and pulled into your conversation. So that's a good thing anyway. That's, that is so true because once they get that hook, then they are intrigued. They want to know more. Now, uh, I know for me, I have really kind of blossomed into this weird platform. So I'm on a bunch of social media platforms, but I wasn't getting a lot of traction before. Um, And then recently, I have been kind of doing some live streams to kind of try and build that community. What would you suggest for being able to build that community and how, you know, just connecting as a person, how does that benefit your business? I think above all, we are clouded with so many different types of social media platforms available out there. And as you are starting out your business, it is really important to just choose one and stay on it. So if you're going to choose to stay on, let's say, Instagram, you use all the features that's available on Instagram test out which one will work for you. So if you're doing live streaming and you are starting to see a lot more questions coming in for your business, that's a good sign of interaction and community building. So you continue doing that. But when it comes to a point where the questions start to get um, you know, a bigger volume, um, then you would have to think of moving that conversation somewhere else. So when that happens, that's a good problem, my friends. So you really just have to look for alternative options, like maybe setting up a Facebook group. I, I believe that um, you're, we shouldn't be too distracted with so many platforms available out there. We have a lot of message to deliver. That's great. And we have a lot of stories to share, which is great as well. But we just have to choose the right platform and tell every one of our audience or those who believe in our mission and our purpose that we are on that platform. And the rest, they will just find you if they're really interested in you. 
I know that, you know, sometimes you can do some tags or throw out some things like that, but I do love how you suggested to find your platform and then stick with it. Because I know for me, at least, I don't necessarily have anything that does like a platform manager right now. And it's so hard being able to try and hit every market on every social media platform. And so what's helped me is is sticking to the one that I'm good at and creating that community from that. That's good, Alex. That's really good because actually a lot of women entrepreneurs tend to want to do everything on their own. If you are in that position where you want to do everything, you start. You have to start questioning yourself. Is it because you want to do everything on your own because you, um, you have a trust issue? Or you want to do everything on your own because you are bootstrapping. So there are solutions to both. So if you have trust issues, then you've got to work your trust. And if you are bootstrapping, which is great, if you're starting out your business, it means you have to bring in more revenue so that people can help you in your business. Yes. Oh, that's so good. That is because for me, it's, it's, it's a little combination of both, kind of. I have that fear that if I allow someone to, to handle my baby that I created, that just maybe something that they could do could mess it up. And then on the, on the side note to that is, do I actually want to pay someone something that I can do, but I'm struggling with? <laughs> yes. So we've got to admit sometimes that we can't do everything in the world and uh, we have just to pick which ones we are great at. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Now with you being as blossoming as you are and everything that you're doing and creating businesses, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Well, definitely we'll be hitting our 100,000 member in the community. So we are working our asses off to get that. We want to inspire as many women as possible. And uh, we want to make it such that it is not restricted to where I am, but it is accessible to everyone regardless of location and time. So we are working towards um, that goal. And um, we hope that by the time five years from now, that would be 2024, we would already have grown to a 20 women team. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. I just cannot wait to see what this what the future holds for you and your companies and and how you are just crushing it advocating for these amazing women entrepreneurs and I just I'm so happy that I got to meet you today. Thank you so much Alex. I really had a pleasure being on the show and you were amazing too. <laughs> Thank you. Hold on, before you go, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcast. It will help me reach more people and help me know exactly what type of episodes to produce for you. And when you have completed that, I want you to send over a screenshot and send it over to reviews at fembrinersecrets.com to receive a special free gift from us. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at Secrets or connect with us on our website www.fempreneursecrets.com Keep learning and keep believing in yourself because the world needs an inspiration just like you. Till the next episode of Fempreneur Secrets Podcast.